in. Welcome to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. And my goodness, Taryn, did you see the sunrise this morning? I did. Wow, Mon. It was amazing. Oh, it I, was one of the best sunrises I think I have ever seen. It's the best sunrise I have seen this whole year. I, it was just yeah. breathtaking. It was a 360 degree sunrise. Yeah. You could see it from every angle and the colours And it had just all of the colours. Like pink so and orange and blue and green and yellow and oh, it was amazing. Purple. I was like standing outside for like 20 minutes before the show started just taking pictures of the sunrise. Yeah, I don't blame you. And of course, I have already put them up on Facebook and our Twitter and our Instagram. Yeah. So if you're following us on our social medias, check it all out. Because, of course, there might not have been a sunrise this morning. No. Oh, Be- sure, no sunrise ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, not a pretty one. Like, not a pretty one. Not a pretty one like there was on Friday the 8th of June because this is a delayed broadcast. Yes. So this was Friday's show uh, that you'll be hearing today. But you know what? If you want to listen to the the live show that is happening on the day that you are mm-hmm. living, experiencing, it's actually super easy to jump across to the live show. Just go to our website. It's faithfm.com.au or you can um, download the TuneIn app. Uh, just free version of, of the app. Yep. Yeah, it's called TuneIn. And search for Faith FM Australia. And in both cases, just press play. That's it. And then you can, like, you know, play it through your Bluetooth in your car or your aux cable or, you know. Yeah. It's super duper easy. Too beauty. easy. Stick your headphones on, your, your yeah. your pods, Take whatever. it to the gym, listen yep. to it while you're driving, yep. while you're yep. cooking, mm-hmm. cleaning, whatever yep. else you're doing during the day. I listen to it on my Just phone. Just listen to our voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great way. And you get a perfect signal all over the yeah. world, actually. Yeah. And as soon as we figure out space travel, I'm sure we'll better get it in space now. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> One day. on the planet. Anywhere on the planet. We do have an amazing show coming up for you today. And we know this because, like we said... We've already recorded it. Um, we had amazing good news. Yes. We had some um, some sobering world news. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of snafus coming out of our local government here yeah. in New South Wales, Australia. We um, had a great interview today. Wonderful yeah. interview. With really, your mama Jo. My mama Jo. Um, really, uh, it's just a hope-giving interview. Mm. Um, you know, the story of how she overcame cancer twice, incidentally. Yes. And uh, and what she's doing for God now and the way that Lord is using her. And just incredible story. Mm. Um which actually was funny because we talked about cancer in our good news yes, segment this we morning did. too. Yeah. And of course we have an incredible Bible study, which we are continuing to talk about Babylon and mm. the, the women of the book of Revelation and false worship and true worship and obedience and what it all has to do with us now. Is it mm. really that important for us to understand the weird imagery or the beasts and the horns and stuff that are happening in the book of Revelation? Anyway, stay tuned for all of that and more. Your face is beautiful And your eyes are like the stars Your gentle hands have healing There inside the scars Your loving arms, they draw me near And your smile, it brings me peace Draw me close Oh my Lord, draw me close, Lord, to Thee And captivate us, Lord Jesus Set our eyes on You Devastate us with Your presence Falling down And rushing Radiant bright In your 
breath and shadow I will come close and abide You whisper love and life divine And your fellowship is free Draw me closer, oh my Lord Draw me closer, Lord, to Thee Back to Faith FM Australia. I just can't. I still. I'm still just so happy about that sunrise. I'm like as it's I'm going on social media. I'm seeing more and more people <laughs> post pictures of it. Uh, I guess more and more people were up to see the sunrise this yeah. morning. I'm so glad. It was well worth it. It was so worth, well it. worth it. You know, if I knew that sunrises like that happened every morning, maybe I'd be more keen to get up to see it. But yeah, the difficult, <laughs> the difficult thing is the time of the sunrise changes every day. It really does. Yeah, which yeah. is a shame because you know because I get it as I'm walking to work at the moment, but I know it's not going to last forever. Yeah, soon I'm going to miss it completely. Yeah, and I'm just going to be inside my studio. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> you have some wonderful good news for us. I do. Oh, actually, before that, you before I quiz. do that, I am going to give a quiz because I loved the quiz yesterday. It was challenging and I think this one is going to be just as challenging. Oh, good. And I'm excited. Okay. So today's quiz is what city am I? Ooh, so we're thinking Sydney. of cities. Not Melbourne. Not quite. Tokyo. Mm. New York, am I close? I, I don't think the Bible mentions any of those cities in particular. New York's not in the Bible. I know. But it's the Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so think of maybe more ancient cities. Paris! <laughs> Sorry, okay, the travel bug. <laughs> <laughs> All of those cities are nice to visit, but we don't have any money to go there yet. <laughs> okay, so it's a, so it's a city out of the Bible. It is a city mm-hmm. out of the Bible. And the first clue that we have this morning is that Paul told the people here that since we are God's offspring, we should not think that he is made of gold or silver or stone. 
Ooh. Yes. That sounds like they might have been in some sort of like idol worship. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So maybe definitely. one of those kind of cities. Ooh, yeah. Very interesting. And I will give you another clue. If you know me, uh-huh. I have actually been to this city. Oh, me too. High five. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So if you know where Mon and I have traveled in our life, <laughs> then give us a call on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or text us on 0491-064-669. Or send us a message at Faith FM um, over Facebook. And um, let us know if you can guess from that first clue what city this is and and where Mon and I have travelled in our lifetime. People are going to be like dumpster diving through our Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Over Facebook. <laughs> like scrolling <laughs> like from way back. Yeah, they'd have to scroll for a while with mine. My, I went there in 2008. Ten years ago. Wow. Ten years ago, yeah. Well, I went there in 2016. Oh, wow. So, so it wasn't that ago. long ago. Did you go for a school trip? For- no, I oh, didn't. Okay. I just went yeah. with my mom. Yeah. It was a great trip. Yeah, I, yeah. I went as part of a university trip because I, I did a, a unit of ancient history. Oh, that's Cool. Which included a, an, uh, a world history tour. Oh, Amazing. What? Um, I know, right? Best I want to do that. <laughs> it was the only time because it was the same school that you're going to now. And it was the oh, only yeah. time I've ever had it. But yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> on to our Back good to news stories. <laughs> yeah, stop dreaming of times gone past <laughs> and world travel. <laughs> Tell us what good stuff is happening well, in the world. Mon, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Have you ever had a person that just believes in you and speaks belief into your life and just you know like just encourages you to achieve something that you didn't think was possible yes and i hang on to those people so much same yeah yeah yeah, when my doubts start creeping up Mm -hmm. like i literally i actually have a a little notebook and i write down specific moments that these things that these people have said to me yeah and uh and i read over them when i I feel discouraged that i can't do something that i want to achieve so yeah that's amazing Mm. yeah i think you know it's i think it's just such a blessing to have those people in our life those mentors and those Mm. people that speak Mm -hmm. belief into our lives we need to like cherish that yeah. hang on to that but also to be that for other people as yes, well so um, true. i think that's really important mm-hmm. just to you know speak that belief into someone's life and that's what has happened um earlier this week there was this lady her name is um christian gilmer she graduated um from high school back in well 1970 oh sorry 1997 and um back when she was in the 6th grade i think it was um her school teacher judith to toenzing mm-hmm. um wrote on her report card she said it has been a joy to have you in class keep up the good work invite me to your harvard graduation oh could bless. you imagine a teacher when she's back in the sixth grade yeah. just seeing that the potential, potential in mm-hmm. her student mm-hmm. and acting on that and writing that note in her yeah. report card anyway um so um christian she kept that note and just last week she graduated as a doctor of public health from Harvard. Are you serious? Yes. And guess who was there in the audience? Oh, bless. That Her is teacher. so beautiful. How beautiful is that? That's lovely. And do you know what? Teachers really do write the future. Oh, they, they do, really don't do. they? They have so much influence and so much uh, power to to just shape and craft the future mm. through our kids. And that's a wonderful story. Yeah. Yeah. If you know a, a child, definitely encourage them to yeah. be all they can be. That's Oh, that's so heartening. I love it. I love it too. And and Gilmer, um, Christian Gilmer, she says here that um, she, her teacher, lit a fire in me that helping people is a powerful tool. And through education, you can better serve populations in need. I will never forget her passion for others. Oh, How beautiful yes. is that? <clears throat> so all the teachers listening are getting like a woman fuzzy. Yeah, right that's now. it. I know <laughs> that. I know the teachers work so hard, and it, you know it gets so tiring in the middle of a school term with all of the reports to mark and all the assignments to Uh grade and you know but I think you know teachers have such an important role in um raising children because Mm. you know while parents raise their children like they send them to school for like eight hours a day and you know it's the teacher's responsibility to look after them and so the the values and the you know the what they instill in those kids are gonna guide them through life and I think that that's evident here amen so i loved that story (coughs) when i read that this morning in other news there was a lady um who had breast cancer right Mm -hmm. and she was given only months to live um and anyway there was this 
the doctors um, came up with this experimental injection using um, her body's own immune system Mm -hmm. and it ended up curing her and wiping out the tumors. Wow. Yeah. It was this, um, so Judy Perkins, her name was, she was 52. She had late stage breast cancer, which had stopped responding to chemotherapy and other treatments. She had tumors the size of plums in her liver and um, the cancer had just spread throughout her entire body. Um, So she made a bucket list of all the places that she wanted to visit before she died. Um, But she wasn't able to get there because, you know, she was just bedridden. She Mm -hmm. couldn't move because there was a tumor pressing up against different nerves. And so it was too painful to move. So she was literally bedridden. But anyway, there was this um, revolutionary immunotherapy treatment that was administered by the National Institutes of Health. And um, she's been cancer free for two years now. That's incredible. It was insane. Yeah. So it it works with her own immune system. Yeah. So what they did, the researchers took a small sample of Perkins tumor. They studied the DNA mutations in it. They then extracted immune cells from the tumor and grew billions of them, finding those that would be the most effective to kill her cancer. Then she was injected with 80 billion selected immune cells, as well as being given a drug called this pembrolizumab. Uh-huh, that one. Big, lo- yep. big mm-hmm. word, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which helped the immune system attack the cancer. So after the treatment, all of Perkins' cancer disappeared and it hasn't returned in more than 22 months. That's incredible. How insane is that? So this is like a breaking um, yeah, this way is to cure cancer. News. Yeah, this is really good Yeah, news. so she was one of the first people that it was trialed on. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she says, but after the treatment, um, like the treatment dissolved most of her tumors and she's now able to go on 40-mile hikes She's like, she says that she went from being on morphine and a lot of painkillers to stopping taking them all in one go. Wow. So this is a world first in a treatment called adoptive cell transfer. And it's, yeah, breaking leading edge research. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. I know. I wonder if that lady has now gone and visited all these places on her bucket list. Well, I think she's definitely ticking them off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's really incredible. And you know, it's actually, um, it's actually quite fitting in today's show because uh, in, in just a few minutes, we're going to have um, a live guest interview mm. and we actually have a lady who has also survived cancer. There you go. Um, didn't have this kind of uh, this kind of treatment available mm. for her then. But maybe this treatment will, you know, become available widespread soon and hopefully mm. it's not really expensive or anything. No. Yeah. yeah. That's really sad when they find it an amazing cure and, and it's, it's like crazy money. it's too expensive for the yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. I still think lifestyle is a great way to, to, to find it. Yeah. So that's, that's truly heartening to know that we're making progress. That's it because like so many families have been affected by cancer and it's just such a terrible disease and so, you know, to see that researchers are trying to uh, have found something that worked on this lady, hopefully mm, it'll be yeah. available Praise soon. Praise the Lord. That is really wonderful news. We're going to have a quick break. We're going to uh, listen to Fernando Ortega, one of my all-time favorite mm. music artists, with Come Let Us Worship, which is based on Psalm 95. And we'll be back after that with some other news happening around the world. Let us worship and bow down And kneel before the Lord, our Maker Come, let us worship and bow down And kneel before the Lord, our Maker Come, let us worship and bow down
are the people of His pasture. He is our God. He is our God. We are the sheep of His hand. Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. We hope you are having a wonderful Friday morning. It is preparation day. I'm so stoked. Mm. Uh, tomorrow is the Sabbath. I'm very happy about that. And by the way, if you're listening to this and it's not the Sabbath, I mean, sorry, it's not Friday, it's because you're listening to the delayed broadcast. But don't stress, you can actually jump across to the live show very easily. Just go to our website. It's faithfm.com.au. Just press play on the live stream. Or you can jump across via the TuneIn app to download TuneIn, download the free version, search for Faith FM Australia and press play. It is that simple. But we are going to have another clue for our quiz. Yes. What city am I? I'm, is it Stockholm? No, Stockholm no, I don't Stockholm. think is in the okay, Bible. Okay, right, fine. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> this clue will help you out. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> okay. A, a group of Epicurean and Stoic philosophers disputed with Paul in this city. Oh, that's getting pretty obvious. Yeah. If you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. We will send you the prize. Now, have you heard the news lately? Um, I must admit that I don't really listen to the news that much. Okay. So you haven't heard about the the Guatemalan volcano? No. I knew there was one in uh, Hawaii. Yeah, there was one in Hawaii, um, but Guatemala's now had uh, an explosion, an eruption as well. So it's, wow. a, it's called the Volcano of Fire. And this thing is enormous. This thing has um, – it, it hasn't devastated half the country, but there's been ash on at least half the wow. country. Half a country affected wow. by it. Um, so this is, this is uh, yeah, proving to be a really serious situation. And um, and there's still, there's still very climactic conditions and still hot – volcanic material um <coughs> that is um you know pouring down the side of this mountain oh it's like way. boiling water and and uh, and all different kinds of uh proclasmic flows they're called and um just stuff is, is is continually coming out and then the thing that really struck me um about this story about you know this occurrence is it has been more than 72 hours now mm. and um because it happened uh you know just the other day but the the disaster relief agencies are actually pulling back. Wow, why? Yeah. So so apparently uh, the rescue rescuers have suspended search and recovery efforts um, at the at the various villages, uh, which were really devastated by the eruption, um, because it's it's apparently it's too dangerous. Oh no, um, it's still really hot, and um, and also the fact that so much time has passed, there's very yeah. little hope left. Oh, and uh, so the window the window is beyond what officials had said would be. You know, it's extremely yeah. unlikely there's going to be survivors, survivors. now um, because you know, houses are buried in you know ash and mud and oh, other debris. No. Um, and this is the thing that really touched my heart. I almost cried when I read this. So uh, the official rescue, you know, disaster. Uh, National Disaster Agency has pulled back, but the locals, the people, have gotten rolled up their sleeves. Oh, and they're and they're doing it themselves. No they're continuing way. the work. We're just with like rudimentary tools, like whatever oh. they can find. They're like digging away, trying to find their loved ones. They have missing loved ones. Um, you know, the death toll now is um, over a hundred. Why? And um, and so so did they not get warning about this volcano? I was wondering about this myself. This article that I'm reading doesn't say anything about it because I thought you know nowadays you can yeah. you can tell well in advance when exactly. a volcano is about to go. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe Guatemala doesn't have that kind of um, technology yeah. or. You know, which is a shame because if you want to live in a country that has a live active volcano, oh, you'd want to sure. know that the authorities have got your back. Yes. <laughs> um, 
so so yeah so so um so the locals you know there's there's a story here uh, a, a gentleman called oscar chavez he him and his father and his younger brother they've been trekking over the mountains um to search for their brother and their sister-in-law and their nephew mm. um, in a different town, which was almost entirely wiped out by the volcanic oh. flows. Um, and, you know, so they haven't heard from them since the eruption. They said that, you know, we looked for them in shelters, hospitals, everywhere, but we did not find them. And uh, they've been using like sticks and machetes to tear down walls and, and you know, try and oh. look, look for stuff. And they said it's better for us to come here to the houses and, and try and dig through and try and find them. And then the local police saw that the the families were just looking for their own people and they decided to come help. So oh, the National yeah. Relief uh, crew has left, but now it's like the local teams and, and the, the local families. And they have set up shelters um, in a school nearby um, where, they're, where they're using uh, colourful ID bracelets uh-huh. you know, to, to identify people and to, um, to categorise them so that people can find each other again. And... Um, and you know, the, the, I guess the, some good news coming out of this is that the United States has announced sending emergency aid, yeah. uh, including financial resources to help meet you know food, water, sanitation, yeah. those kind of needs. Um, and they're also uh, sending aircraft to help transport burn victims to yeah. Florida and to Texas. Uh, so they also uh, they already had a, um, an Air Force C seventeen carry six badly burnt children, Guatemalan children for treatment at a hospital in Texas on, on um, just the other day. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tragic thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and just the way these people are now searching for their loved ones, it really reminds me of how Jesus searches for us. Yeah. You know, when every, everyone else has given up and when yeah. it seems that all hope is lost, Jesus will keep searching mm. for you. You know, he, he keeps trying and he keeps looking for you. And, you know, we have the wonderful parable in the Bible of, you know, the, the lady with the lost coin and yeah. the shepherd with the lost sheep. And, you know, and now you have these people with their lost loved ones in this volcano. And, um, and you know, even though they're getting injured because it's still so hot and there's so much danger, they're still looking for the, for the people that they love. Yeah. And this is how much Jesus loves us. He loves us so much. He, not only did he get injured, he died. He died, yeah. He died, uh, to, you know, to save us, to find us. So yeah. if you're wondering how much... Uh, love there is you know still left on the planet you know there yeah, is there, there is, is pockets but yeah no greater love than what jesus has for yeah, us yeah that's it so yeah please keep guatemala in prayer yeah. and the victims of this um this volcano the volcano of fire it's called um very devastating <clears throat> in other news i wonder if you've heard <laughs> that i love trains <laughs> I did not know that you love trains. Okay. Bit of, bit of a dork, bit of a geek. Uh-huh. And I really love trains. So trains is like my favourite way to travel. Okay. And New South Wales, our local government, has made a bit of a snafu uh-huh. when it comes to trains. So um, you know how they're building the, the train tracks out to the Blue Mountains? Yeah. The Blue Mountains line. Yeah. Um, so it's actually really funny. So you know how sometimes you like you find like – you, f- you have to, you you want to buy something, right? And you find a cheap version of the thing yeah. you're going to buy. And you're like, oh, awesome! I saved yeah, some money. I got a bargain. Uh-huh. But then, like a week later, it falls it, apart. It breaks. Yes. Yeah, and you realize you should have just bought the quality. You should have just yeah spent the extra yeah. money. New South Wales government is feeling that. Really? <laughs> oh. What did they do? Okay, so they purchased a fleet of intercity trains from South Korea at the bargain price of two point three billion dollars. Oh, okay. And have just discovered that they will not fit the tracks in the Blue Mountains. No. <laughs> yep. Oh, so the, shame. I know. So the government, shame on the government because these trains, they usually they get locally made trains, right? And they decided to send their business to South Korea because yeah. it was only 25% cheaper than the locally yeah. made trains, which I think is a shame. I think you should give your business to local, yeah, local Australians. Yeah, I agree. It is now going to have to spend a small fortune fixing the problem on the line oh, so it's no. from springwood to lithgow and they they got the first bill already from a contractor at 43 million dollars <gasps> wow and that is just for the construction of signaling works and modifications across the rail network the government still has to change 20 stations to accommodate the new fleet which means cutting away the platforms and tunnels that are too narrow and too low for these wrong size trains oh. and um, and they also have to uh, platforms at stations such as linden and warren Maru are too short for the new trains, which would be up to 205 metres long. They say the cost could rise to 3.9 
billion dollars on to, top of the 2.8 yeah. billion that they've already spent yeah, or whatever to it fix was it, which is just oh. insane they've now had to spend more money fixing it to me i'm like just buy some more trains yeah exactly yeah, right just go be like hey would have been Korea. cheaper to buy some more i can't believe that they didn't like, just resell them resell them back to korea, fault korea. Did south korea not read the Dude, requirements or did they did what? we give them the wrong measurements well like, like yeah surely they would have who like measured up? them <laughs> Because it's my taxpayer money that's paying for this. Yeah. I'm not happy about wow. it. Wow. And the crazy thing is the government isn't even going to be um, upfront about the, the final cost. They they have said, and I quote, uh, this is Mr. Constance. He said, once I sign the contract, I will be revealing the final cost. No, 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 son. You tell us how much it costs yeah. first and then you sign the contract. Because yeah. There might be some protests about how much yeah. taxpayer money is going into fixing yeah. up this enormous blunder. Yeah. So, wow. good on your New South Wales. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess Lesson learnt, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's going to provide a lot of jobs for people who now have to fix up the yeah, trains. That's I guess it. that's the takeaway. Good news. It's going to be the, a lot of work The local people who didn't build the trains, but the local people are going to fix the train <laughs> tracks. <laughs> that's it. Oh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this song. This is City of Light with the song called Grace. And after that, we'll be back with a wonderful interview um, live uh, on air. Lady Who Overcame Cancer.
welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Australia on this beautiful Friday morning. And if it's not Friday, you're on the delayed broadcast. Come across the live show, people. Now, Taryn. Yes. Here's another clue on this What City Am I quiz. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's not like Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> I really think that you need to – I know you've travelled a lot, Mon, and I know that this city is a place that you have travelled to, but really, you're giving the people some false hope here. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I'm just joking. It is It is a city in the Bible. So what city am I? Okay, so um, the next clue is the people who lived here spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the – latest ideas oh wow yeah wow what a life i know right they sound like almost a little bit lazy but then innovative at the same time it's like they were um using their brain muscles a lot yeah because they're all just sitting around and talk and discuss and philosophize is that a word no yeah it is a word word. oh look at me (laughs) going (laughs) there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's it okay well we have uh, oh by the way give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number if you know the answer to that quiz it's one 800 Three two four eight four three, but joining us in uh, on on air um, from her home in Young, New South Wales, is our guest today. It's a wonderful person in my life, mm-hmm. particularly uh, a lady I like to call Mama Jo. Aww. Hi, Mama Jo, are you there? Hello, Mama Jo. Come in, Mama Jo. Mama Jo, are you there? Jo, hello, Jo. Not working for us this morning. Oh, she should be there. Joe, are you th- are you with us? Speak to me. Nope. Okay. Well, Joe, are you there? We're just having some technical difficulties. This Joe. Morning. Hello. Ah, there we there go. You are. I knew I'd get you. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. No, I just want to quickly tell the audience how I know Joe. So uh, years ago, when I first became a Seventh Day Adventist Christian, uh, I went to Bible school and I became a Bible worker for a spell. And um, Joe and her husband, Kel, were uh, members of the church where I was stationed. Mm. And I ended up living with them uh, for quite some time. And Joe was like the mother of all the little Bible worker kids. Aww. And so we called her Mama Joe. And to this day, fast forward 10 years, I still call her Mama Joe. That's jo. beautiful. <laughs> but Joe, th- thank you so much for joining us on the show this morning. Um, let, I, I guess we want to start just a little bit maybe about your testimony. How it is you, you came to know Jesus? Uh, well, I f- just felt very um, a desire to read the Bible one time and I started reading and um, it was a bit difficult because I started at the beginning of the book and then I decided <laughs> to go to the um, New Testament and in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, and that's where I found Jesus. Mm. Oh, amen. That's incredible that Jesus would just impress upon your heart to read the Bible. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and it is a bit difficult to start like yeah. smack bang at the beginning and then <laughs> get through <laughs> and get numbers. Deuteronomy. Oh, yeah, and exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a dry read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mama but Joe, it's all good counsel. Amen. That is true. Now we were we did have earlier on our show this morning. We had the news segment where they've discovered um, some new and exciting cures for breast cancer. But um, mm-hmm. I guess what I wanted to talk to you, uh, wanted to have you tell us about mainly today was your journey of health because you have survived cancer twice through the grace yes. of God, and we Amen. would love to know the details about that and how you know what happened, how it all worked, um, and I guess just share a story of hope with our listeners. Okay. Well, it all started where um, uh, I found this lump and went to a doctor and, of course, they found out what it was. And my mother-in-law, Kel's mum, had some audio tapes and of Dr. Lorraine Day and I listened to those and I was just really impressed upon doing that um, regime, which was the raw food and juicing and um, then I and then poulticing, and which you can probably explain later to your listeners about poulticing. Oh, no, actually, um, I think you should explain right now because I think a lot of people are like, "What poultice? What that sounds yeah. like some okay. sort of voodoo." <laughs> no, no, it's poulticing. I used grated potato mm-hmm. and put it in a chuck's cloth, put it on the area that was in, affected with the cancer, and left it on for no longer than four hours. And you take it off and change it. And I did that all day um, for probably three months and I kept uh, checking to see what was happening and uh, nothing. there was no change for a little while 
And I just was praying uh, that I was doing the right thing. And I did have a bit of doubt, but I thought, no, Lord, I leave it in your hands. This is what you've impressed upon me to do. So I just continued to do it. And from that time on, I just had this this thing go through my mind, your faith has healed you. So I just kept doing what I was doing. And I was... Um, this, the, the cancer was getting smaller and smaller until I went to the doctor because I couldn't find it and then neither can he. So. Wow. Wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. So earlier today in that, in that news article mm. that we read out, they're using like stem cells and all kinds of crazy, mm. amazing, you know, technology, but you used a potato? <laughs> it was more than a potato. It was all like sun and sun baths and exercise, fresh water, Plenty of water, plenty of these juice because it has all the, uh, all that it needs to help with the healing of, of your body, you know. And God made our body so he knows what's best for it. Mm. So, and that's that's what healed it. So, not not just that, but it was God, you know. Wow. So, so this, um, tell me a little bit about this program. You said there was a, a doctor who wrote a program. Who was a doctor again, sorry? Dr. Lorraine Day, she was American. She had this cancer on her chest that was the size of a grapefruit and she was wow. on death's door and she promised God that she would um, help others if he helped her and he did and, and she, she's alive today because of it. Hmm. And so, and you said as, was, as am I. Amen. And so you said there was like juicing involved. So you were not only yeah. using potato poultices, were you drinking potatoes? Yeah. No, I wasn't drinking potatoes. It was carrot juice and all leafy greens. Um, kale and spinach and beetroot. Beetroot's good for the blood. Carrots with the carotene in it. Um, yeah, just all that. I did about six to eight glasses a day. Wow. So we went through like about 20, car- 20 kilos of carrots a week. Wow. Um, it was delicious. <laughs> did did was you delicious. skin turn orange food. from that one? <laughs> um, actually, I, I did just slightly, but yeah. it wasn't obvious you know wow, but um and plus raw food just nothing yeah. but raw food nothing cooked you know um how, just I, a, how do you have space to eat food if you're drinking six glasses of juice every day <laughs> i'd be like full as a gurg all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know it was just raw food so you know it's yeah everything filled you up the juice and the raw food so yeah. so you did this for about three months you said I did. Uh, we found it in June and then started the regime in around September. By December, we just couldn't um, couldn't find it anymore. Oh, praise the Lord. So Lord. I went to the doctor and, and the doctor was like feeling around and trying to find this, this lump and it's like I, he had this curious look on his face. I said, well, can you find it or not? <laughs> well, well, no. And then he sent me to my specialist and he did another ultrasound, a mammogram, and, and which I really don't like mammograms. <laughs> um and then he couldn't find it either, and he said to me, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Wow, Praise that's the amazing. So, and the, yeah. Lord, the Lord really healed you because, you know. He did. It, it's, I think it's the simple thing. Like the Bible says it's the th- simple things of life that confound the wise. And, and you know, and just yes. using just vegetables and sunshine and fresh air yes. and a bit of exercise and water, you know, yes. to, to, to heal something as complicated and as, and as scary. It's as complex. As, yeah. Mm. Is, is really incredible. Now, yeah. um, so you were, you were cancer free for a while, but then it was like mm. chapter two for you. Yes. And, yes. And it came back, didn't it? It did. But see the first time, uh, this, this is, I did this regime the second time I had the cancer. The first time I had the cancer, I did radiation and and surgery. Okay. Oh, okay. So this was and this was prior. This is before you became a, um, a Christian, right? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. I didn't know anything about the about God and natural regimes or anything like that. The first time, I, I just was led by the doctors, and they did all the tests and everything. I went through so many tests, and then I and then they cut me open and cut me up and oh, no. to- told me I can't have children and, you know, wow. it was just awful and I didn't want to go through all that again. Yeah. Mm. yeah I can see why you went down the natural route. And praise mm. the Lord for healing you. Um, Amen. Now, in that time, because that was a while ago now, but you now mm. work full-time for the Lord, don't you? Yes. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what you're involved with and what you do there. Okay. We have uh, a ministry. It's called M24 Media. And we um, produce DVDs um, in producing um, and presenting God and and how His truth about whether it be about death or about life, about 
Jesus, um, how he can help. Uh, we have Bible study booklets that we produce. We have um, all sorts of things like that to actually go out into the to the people's hands so that they can get to know the loving God who loves them and wants to save them. Mm, that's amazing. And this and you know this is some um, the stuff that you guys produce uh, mm. the Bible study guides and it's yes. been something that's like seriously enriched my own. Uh, my own, oh, I want to say my own spiritual journey, but it's helped me to help others mm. so much. Yes, so yes. You, praise you, Lord. There's um, you have what are they? What are they called? There's the um, secrets uh, of prophecy, the prophetic mm. code, and their mm. their series Bible study series, and you can you can use them to educate yourself, obviously. Mm. Yes, absolutely. But, but they're actually an amazing sharing tool if you yes. want to study the Bible with someone else. And I think a lot of yes. Christians, when they think of the idea of giving a Bible study to someone who doesn't know Jesus or doesn't know the Bible, mm. they just mm. curl up in, in horror. Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's yes. a terrifying thought, which is so sad. Um, but these study guides, we learned to use them when I was at Bible college mm. and I've used them my entire Christian walk yeah. um, mm. to, to teach other people and to reach other people. Yeah, and it has stories in it about um, life journeys, life things about, um, you know, it gives an introductory about different things and, and what the what the world is doing and how it's affecting people. And, and But Jesus says something different, you know, and he's trying to help us to get to understand where the earth, earth is heading, where, history, you know, history is taking us or, you know, life is taking us on a journey towards death but his journey is to life. Mm. So it's super relevant then. Yes, very relevant because they get updated. It's, we're up to version four of the study booklets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we try and keep them updated to, you know, where the world is. Yeah. And now the Lord has blessed um, the ministry in another way. that The Lord blessed you with an enormous studio, did they not? And I find this, yes. it's, it's actually quite comical because I've, I've been to visit your studio several times and you yes. drive out to the middle of nowhere, this country town, and then suddenly in the middle of a sheep field, there's yes. this huge high-tech <laughs> studio. It's just incredible. Yes, yes it's, a, uh, it's just a tin shed. Well, it's not just a tin shed. It's a big tin shed, and you wouldn't think that inside it is a film studio section where we do our filming. We have all our study booklets there. We have our offices there. We have a workshop there. It's just, it, and it is just so. an incredible – and you can really tell the Lord has put that there. Mm. Yes. There's no other reason why that should be there other than that's that God right. willed it to be and, there. Yeah. And why would we be where we're at, you know, other, apart from God? We would never have come to this town if it wasn't for God. So, But uh, the bonus, too, is that my mother's here, so – Oh, great. It's Lord. So that was coincidental. Well, yeah. I don't think there's any coincidences no. with God. That's right. So we just have a couple of minutes left. Um, I think people would be quite interested in knowing where to get a copy of these these study guides mm. that, you know, your ministry produces. Where can mm. we find where to get them? Well, we're uh, working on our website to, to get it so people can go, can go to our website, but they can all, always uh, just e- email me at joe at, m24 dot med- at m24media.tv. Okay, that's J-O without the E? Yes, just J-O at m24media.tv. Okay, we're going to put that information up on yeah. our social media. Oh, thank you. So we'll put it up on our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. And if you want to get a copy, and it comes in a, in a really nice folder, really well presented, yes. comes in a, in, a, in a folder. It's a A5 folder, is it not? Uh, it, it's a little bit taller than A5 because the booklets are A5. So, And there's 21 booklets in the set covering a range of topics, mm-hmm. life, yeah. death, you know, yeah. state of the dead, things like that. And then you could basically just start at number one and work your way through. And you can, it's like a booklet. It has like little blank places where you can fill in the words and that kind of thing. It has That's right. Bible verses and yes. like you said, very up-to-date, relevant information. And you can yes. study them yourself and you can share them with other yes. people. Yes. So it's one, and you can purchase refills so that if you want to give them to other people, mm. you can do that as yes. well. Yes. Absolutely. We will put that information up on our thank social you. media. Joe, thank you so much for joining us this morning and for sharing your wonderful story. It's really a story of hope and a story that glorifies God. Amen. Yes, it is. And thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share uh, what God has done for me. It's always an important part of, of a spiritual journey to not only be blessed, but to yeah. be a blessing. Yes. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you have a wonderful Friday and happy Sabbath tomorrow, Joe. And you too, guys. Thank you so much. God bless you and your ministry too. Take care. Love you. Bye. Love you. 
Oh, I love Mama Jo. <laughs> She's so special to me. <laughs> what a wonderful story. We will indeed put those details up on our social media. Stay tuned. We're going to have um, Carly Fetcher with a song called The Captain and then the 8 o'clock news. And we'll be back after that with our encounter with God. I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. 
God above According to His own likeness In His own image Made He us Faith FM, positively different radio.